Welcome to the Daily Fantasy 5 Podcast. I'm your host, Tom Vecchio, and we are getting set for NBA action. Today is Monday, February the 25th. We have an 11-game slate. As always, the podcast can be found on iTunes, SoundCloud, Stitcher, Google Play. It's all over the place. Give it a like, follow, or subscribe. Follow me on Twitter at DFS underscore Tom, and give this review on iTunes if you can, and be greatly appreciated. 11 games on the slate. As I said, we are working with you know, fantastic options at every every single position. We have some you know great contests uh, across the industry. They should be looking at. Um, let's jump right in, going game by game, and then uh, you know position by position. Starting off, we have the Golden State Warriors visiting the Charlotte Hornets. This game has an over under sitting at 233 points. The Warriors are eight point road favorites. The Portland Trailblazers next are up against the Cleveland Cavaliers. Portland comes in as a nine and a half point road favorites. This game has an over-under seeing at 224 points. Then we have the Indiana Pacers visiting the Detroit Pistons. The Pistons come in as minus uh, two and a half point favorites. This game has an over-under seeing at 212 points, which is the lowest of any game on the slate. Then we have the San Antonio Spurs visiting the Brooklyn Nets. Brooklyn are one and a half point home favorites. I'm not, you know, how uh, I'm not sure how many times you've been able to say, you know, Brooklyn is a favorite over the Spurs in recent years, but this game has an over under sitting at 232 points. Certainly a spot we want to be attacking. Then we have the Phoenix Suns visiting the Miami Heat. The Miami Heat coming as eight and a half point home favorites with a game sitting at 215 points. Then we have the Bucks at the Bulls. Milwaukee comes in as seven and a half point road favorites, 226 point over under. We then have the Hawks at the Rockets. This should be one of the games of the night for some DFS value. Houston is still a 10 point home favorite, which is something we definitely want to pay attention to. 232 point over under. And the news here is now that James Harden is listed as probable for this game. We then have the Lakers visiting Memphis. The Lakers come in as four and a half point road favorites, 221 point over under. We have the Kings at the Timberwolves with the Timberwolves being two and a half point home favorites, 237 point over under. And the news here is that Carl Anthony Towns will be back tonight. Next, we have the 76ers at the Pelicans. This game is a pick 'em with a 238 point. Next, we have the 76ers at the Pelicans. This game is a pick 'em with a 238 points over under. Certainly a game you want to be paying attention to from a DFS perspective. And then finally, we have the Mavericks at the Clippers. Clippers coming as five and a half point home favorites with an over under sitting at 227 points. So we have some high scoring games. We have some low scoring games. We have a few games. You know, with larger spreads on this slate, uh, certainly want to be getting a mix of everything into your lineups. So with 11 games on the slate, we obviously will have plenty, plenty of value out there. And what it really comes down to is, you know, how many of these top studs can get into your lineups? You know, how can you, you know, optimize your roster construction to, uh, you know, get as much offensive equity as you can per player? Um, So, you know, starting off at point guard, obviously... There's a number of different ways to go about things tonight. You know, we have Damian Lillard, we have Steph Curry, Kemba Walker, Ben Simmons, Chris Paul, Trey Young, Darren Fox are, you know, really the top guys. The news here we have to pay attention to uh, is Mike Conley for the Memphis Grizzlies. Currently, he is listed as probable for tonight's game. And then we have Jeff Teague, who is currently listed as questionable for tonight's game against the Kings. Um, two, you know, I would say minor-ish issues, but 
They could certainly open up some, you know, value across the slate, especially if you want to be going with, um, you know, whoever. Let's see, if Teague is out, we're obviously going to be seeing a ton of uh, Derek Rose, I assume, and his reasonable price tag, 5500 on FanDuel. He comes in at, where is he on DK? All 5400 you know, up against the... Uh, Kings, who are 14th in defensive efficiency against point guards, it really could be a value spot. And we've seen, uh, you know, a number of times this season where Rhodes gets the start and he goes out there and puts up, you know, 40, 50 ish fantasy points at his very, very reasonable salary. You know, tonight, a guy like Damian Lillard, I gotta say, doesn't really interest me a whole lot. You know, 10.1 on FanDuel comes in at 9.2 on DK, you know, simply for the fact that. You know, he's in a game where he's a nine and a half points, uh, you know, road favorites up against the Cavs, we know are in full tank mode. There's clear, clear blowout potential here. And, you know, spending up for a guy who's 10.1 or 9.2 or whatever he may be um, is risky. Like, there's there's no question about it when, you know, on FanDuel, you could drop down to Ben Simmons, who's $9,000 or taking $1,100 in savings, and you're getting Ben Simmons against the Pelicans in a game that has a higher over-under and is a pick So we're expecting full minutes for Ben Simmons, you know. Listen, if the Portland Trailblazers are up by 12, 15 points, however many however many it might be come the fourth quarter up against the Cavs, Lillard, Damian Lillard might not be out there. Like, that is a real, real risk we have to worry about tonight where there's no reason to play him tonight, and you can't be spending, you know, $10,000 on a player that may not be seeing full minutes. You know, on paper, this is a fantastic matchup for him because the Cavs come in dead last in the league, 30th in defensive efficiency against point guards. So, yes, you know, I I love him from a a matchup perspective. I just don't love him from a price perspective on either side tonight. So, for me, it's going to be a lot of Ben Simmons tonight. You know, Chris Paul is definitely in the mix tonight. You know, Harden is listed as probable, and, and generally when he's listed as probable, he does play. Um, if for some reason he gets magically ruled out where they think they can win this game without him against up against the Hawks and they can give him one extra day's rest, um, you know, Chris Paul is going to be probably one of the plays of the slate. As we continue to drop down in terms of offensive options, we also have to pay attention. And although it's not point guard, it's going to impact the point guard role because right now, Giannis Antetokounmpo is listed as doubtful for tonight's game. So, when Giannis is doubtful, we know that the Bucks uh, will kind of funnel and we'll see an increase in usage for one, Chris Middleton, and then two, Eric Bledsoe, who is the point guard we want to talk about because this is a fantastic matchup for him going up against the Bulls, who are 28th in defensive efficiency against point guards this year. So although, you know, Kumbo obviously isn't a point guard, it impacts the point guard position. So Bledsoe at 6,400 on DK, coming in at 6,900 on FanDuel, could be one of the plays of the slate. In the three times he has played Chicago this season, he's averaging 29 minutes per game and averaging 32 fantasy points um, per game in those, you know, on average over those three games, which is fantastic production. Hopefully, we'll, we will see that on the rise if Kumpo is actually ruled out tonight, which I assume he will be listed as doubtful. Again, kind of the same situation as Harden. Obviously, this one's a slightly different because he's doubtful, not probable, but the Bucks can win this game against the Bulls without Kumpo. A lot of Chris Middleton, a lot of Bledsoe, you know, fill in, um, you know, X amount of role players, Malcolm Brogdon here, Miracic there, a little bit of Brooke Lopez. 
Brooke Lopez, excuse me, and then they'll have a, a pretty easy game across the board. Also like the idea of going to uh, some of these lower end options. Alfred Payton, I think, uh, you know, makes a, a risky play tonight. I think you can be looking towards, you know, Derek White potentially for San Antonio going up against the Nets. I like that matchup. Tyler Johnson, uh, now on Phoenix, is going up against his former team. So if you, if you want to buy into the uh, you know, the revenge narrative, I guess that's fine. Miami is 12th in defensive efficiency against point guards this season. So that's a, a decent matchup for him. And then maybe someone like Pat Beverly, kind of always on the lower end or, you know, mid-tier options, never super expensive. We're never going to get a ceiling game out of Pat Beverly simply due to the fact that he's not really a pure scorer. But if you look back in his game log, I, I kind of like what I see sometimes, right? It's never super flashy. Uh, you know, he's definitely a defender and a distributor first. But, you know, this game against Memphis, right? He played 31 minutes and put up 30.3 FanDuel points, like, you're telling me a guy who's 5,500 is going to go out there and give me basically exactly at one fantasy point per minute? I love it. Uh, and in that game, he only scored seven real points. So we have a guy who's reaching, you know, one fantasy point per minute and isn't scoring. He's simply doing it from, you know, the peripheral stats, rebounds, assists, steals, and blocks. So, you know, on chance when he does score, let's just say 15 real points, uh, you know, not some crazy game. You know, he's adding in some extra value across the board just because he's already so, so affordable and already so productive in the minutes that he does see. Moving on to shooting guard, obviously the news uh, you don't have to pay attention to is James Harden. The news we also have to pay attention to is for Luka Doncic, who has missed his two most recent games for the Mavericks. He was out on... Saturday against the Jazz. I'm not seeing an injury designation for him as of now. I assume it's just going to be game time decision. Uh, you know, he's 9,500, so we have to pay attention uh, to that as the day goes on. Drew Holiday, I think, makes a, a pretty solid option on tonight's slate, obviously in a very high-scoring game going up against the 76ers, who are 13th in defensive, excuse me, 12th in defensive efficiency against Shooting guards this year, 9100 on FanDuel, obviously a very expensive price tag for him over there. 7700 on DK, I think is way, way too cheap for him. He should definitely be up in the high, mid to high eights. Definitely looking to have some exposure to Drew Holiday. I think you can also be, you know, kind of firmly going to uh, D'Angelo Russell for the Brooklyn Nets tonight. They are up against the Spurs, who are 14th in defensive efficiency against shooting guards. He is coming off an absolutely monster, monster 56-point fantasy game, scoring 40 real points in 35 minutes, going up against the Hornets. Uh, we could be in for a bit of the same here. 9,100 on, on FanDuel. He comes in at... Whereas the 84 on DK, both good prices across the industry. On the other side, I think you can also be going to DeMar DeRozan. You know, 8400 for him on FanDuel, 8500 on DK. It's not like the Nets are some, you know, amazing, amazing, you know, defensive team. They are 21st overall and they're 16th against shooting guards. So it should present DeMar DeRozan to be a pretty good option. Um, right as I was hopping on to record this, Seeing that Chris Dunn is listed as doubtful for tonight's game um, due to a migraine, which you know further impacts or should impact Zach Levine, who will see an increase in usage um, or has seen an increase in usage when um, Dunn is out this year. So I absolutely like him. You know, CJ McCollum is a guy I'm actually kind of interested in tonight. I know I said I wasn't super interested in um, Damian Lillard because this game could be a blowout, and while that might be true. 
you know, McCollum stands to be a better play, especially in GBPs, one, because his price is far, far lower, 7000 on FanDuel tonight, only about 6400 on DK. So from a point per dollar standpoint, there's obviously not as much risk going to CJ McCollum. I also love the fact that, you know, he has tremendous three-point upside. 5, 6, 8, 7, 5, 13, 14, 5, 8, 8, three-point attempts in his last 10 games. So simply due to the, you know, pure scoring upside for him, um, it really should be a, a pretty solid spot for him to attack. The Cavaliers are 19th in defensive efficiency against shooting guards, so certainly like him there. We will also see, you know, Chris Middleton be a, a pretty popular play uh, tonight, along with potentially Malcolm Brogdon for the Bucks. Should Attentacumpo be fully ruled out for this game, um, it's uh, you know a, a pretty clear spot where if uh, Attentacumpo is out, we're going to see increase in usage for Middleton, Bledsoe, and potentially Brogdon. So expect them to be pretty chalky on tonight's slate. As we move down in terms of uh, options at shooting guard. You can go to, uh, you know, Karis LeVert from a point-per-dollar play. I think that's fine. You can go to, let's see. You know, I kind of like Bogdan Bogdanovich for the Sacramento Kings going up against the uh, Minnesota Timberwolves. He's been producing some solid, solid fantasy points as of late. Uh, going, uh, what are they, seven, uh, the Minnesota Timberwolves are 17th in defense efficiency against shooting guards. He has 25, 29, 29, 26 35, 32, and 34 FanDuel points over his last stretch of games. Certainly be going to him there. If you want to drop down a bit further, let's see, I don't hate going to, you know, a Wayne Ellington if you have to for, you know, for some potential savings. I don't hate going to, you know, Reggie Bullock really hasn't been doing um, a whole lot with the Lakers. He's had some up games, some down games, kind of all over the place, 15, 24, 30, 16, you know, fantasy points in his last four games, some highs, some lows. Um, I don't see this as a necessary spot going to him, although I really do like his price tag, and I love the fact that he's playing, you know, 29 or more minutes in four straight games. He missed one against Boston, 35, 26, 32 minutes before that. So the minutes are there. The production from a point-per-dollar standpoint isn't always there for him. Moving on to small forward, obviously the news that Atentacumpo obviously listed as doubtful for tonight's game. Uh, that should be something we're going to pay attention to. He's probably not going to play. Um, you know, the natural pivot off of him is going to LeBron, who's 12,000 on FanDuel. LeBron comes in at 11.2 on DK. For me tonight, not really sure if I want to be going to LeBron. They're going up against Memphis. And although, you know, it's a pretty close game, only four and a half points spread, we have the Lakers playing down in pace by about four and a half possessions. So, you know, from a point per dollar standpoint, not really sure if I want to be spending my money there than, you know, compared to, you know, spending up at, at shooting guard with, you know, Harden, should he play, spending up at point guard, getting some of those top options in. So for me, LeBron tonight isn't a must play. I'll also say that, you know, Durant tonight isn't a, you know, quote unquote must play. It just seems that spending money elsewhere at, you know, the other positions is really the uh, the right course of action tonight, at least for me. You know, other options at small forward you want to be looking at. Uh, I'm fine with going to, let's see, Rudy Gay going up against the Brooklyn Nets tonight, I think is fine. We have the Spurs playing up in pace slightly. I think that should be uh, a pretty solid spot to attack. J.J. Redick is listed as a small forward now on FanDuel, so you could be looking to go to him. We have the 76ers 
you know, playing up in pace against the Pelicans. The Pelicans are also playing up in pace in this matchup, obviously super close with a pick 238 point over under. Certainly want to be, you know, looking to get some exposure here. Kenrich Williams for the Pelicans is fine. J.J. Redick uh, for the 76ers is fine. You know, dropping down into this mid-tier, I think that going to, you know, Joe Harris for the Brooklyn Nets is obviously also a, a pretty... Interesting GPP play. It's a tough matchup on paper for him, but his three-point upside really, really brings a lot of value, especially if he's able to get that going, playing 32, 28, 48, and 29 minutes over his last four games. Kind of, uh, you know, dependent on scoring pure points doesn't necessarily um, bring a whole lot in terms of the peripheral stats, 2-4-4-0-4-2-2-4-2-5. You know, in terms of rebounds and assists over his last five games, generally not adding a lot. His his real value comes from his pure points upside. Nikola Mirchich uh, is 5,600 on FanDuel, small forward uh, for the Milwaukee Bucks. He does have a pretty solid usage rate when Atentacumpo is off the court this season. He's averaging 1.56 fantasy points per minute when Atentacumpo is off the court for the Bucks. Uh, he's 5,400 on DK. He is going up against his former, former team in the Bulls tonight, so uh, I kind of like him as a, as a GPP play at $5,600. Moving on to power forward, the real question we have to ask tonight is, you know, what do we do with Anthony Davis? And I really don't know what to make of him as we come towards the end of the season. You know, in terms of DFS, he's going to be sitting out back-to-backs, and, you know, he doesn't play... You know, full minutes. You know, so he he sat out he sat out against the Lakers uh, back on Saturday. The night before that, on Friday, he played against Indiana. He only played 19 minutes, right? And in those 19 minutes, he put up 33 fantasy points, um, which is good. Obviously, from you know, from a, a, in a bubble, you know, 33 fantasy points in 19 minutes. That is just factually good. The problem is, is you know, he's expensive, right? He's not as expensive as he once was. No, now we see him at, you know, 9,200 on Fatal. We see him at 8,100 on DK. He's not up this 11.5, you know, $12,000 range where we saw him, you know, previously. So, you know, I see this from two sides where you're saying, listen, Davis is an $1,100 player. He's a $12,000 player. If he's going to be playing full minutes, this is obviously a clear, clear, you know, quote unquote value spot where we're getting Anthony Davis. If he does go out there and play, 30 minutes, right? In his most recent 30-minute or more game is uh, against Memphis back on the 9th of February, where he played 33 minutes, putting up 52 fantasy points. If you're going to tell me I'm going to get 50-plus fantasy points out of a guy who's 9,200, I'm going to lock him in every time. The problem is we don't know if he's been playing 20 minutes, 28 minutes, 35 minutes. This game is a pick It's obviously super close. Um, it has a super high over-under. So, you know, this is what this is the kind of stuff we need more information on as the day goes on. Is Anthony Davis going to be on a, a minutes limit? You know, what is Alvin Gentry going to say? We need these reports. Um, you have to be following your sources on Twitter. There's no right answer. There's no clear answer. There's no. Um, there's nothing as of now. That's what we need to uh, find out as the day goes on. If we find out that he's going to have a 25 minutes or 30 minute, you know, limit, I'm going to have interest in him. If we don't get some type of clear information. You know, if I roll out 10 lineups done, I may just have them in one because, you know, passing a, a clear value play at $9,000 or $8,000 is kind of tough when you know he has a 50, 60 point ceiling. 
Other options at power forward, I think you can be firmly going to Laurie Markkinen for the Bulls, who has simply been crushing it as of late. He has double doubles in six of his last seven games. He's out there playing a ton, a ton of minutes in every single game. He's out there putting up over one fantasy point per minute in every single game. I. Uh, Play him tonight. He's 8,900. If Dunn is out, like I said, Chris Dunn could be out for tonight's game. He's listed as doubtful. It should even it should mean even more touches for Laurie Markkinen. Absolutely love him there. I think you can also be firmly going to LaMarcus Aldridge tonight. Um, you know, Aldridge is never like a super, super flashy or super exciting play, but the matchup for him tonight is simply too good to pass up. Going up against Brooklyn, who is 27th in defensive efficiency against power forwards. On that same note, I think you should also go to John Collins tonight, who I've been a big fan of for a while, for the Hawks going up against the Rockets, who are 30th in defensive efficiency against power forwards. Obviously, this game has a super high over-under, but the Hawks are 10 points underdogs, as you would expect. Um, You know, Collins is still out there playing minutes outside of... um, you know, a few games here or there when he's a slightly, you know, uh, unproductive when it comes to the minutes. You look back before the All-Star break, um, playing 25 minutes, only putting up 12 points against the Knicks. Since then, you know, coming back 30 minutes, 36 fantasy points, 34 minutes, and 20 and 29 fantasy points in two games after the break. I think you could also be looking at Tobias, ha- Tobias Harris firmly tonight for the 76ers. Obviously, a higher pace game, higher scoring game. Pick him against... You know, the Pelicans, this is a game that the 76ers really should be winning. You know, same uh, same kind of deal for the Sacramento Kings. I really do like Marvin Bagley playing up in pace against the Minnesota Timberwolves tonight in a pretty solid matchup. They are 14th in defensive efficiency against power forward. So, you know, Bagley has been playing well as of late, and I kind of really want him in my lineup. Set a very reasonable $7,400 price tag on FanDuel. He comes in at $6,500 on DK. Moving on to center tonight, you know, the news here is that, um, you know, Joel Embiid is still out for the 76ers. So he's missed his two most recent games. He's not going to be back tonight. Um, Should open up the usage for the other players that I mentioned, Harris, Simmons, all those guys you want in your lineups. The news uh, at center, the big news is that Carlton Towns will be back uh, tonight going up against the Kings. Obviously sets up for a fantastic match. We're 24th in defensive efficiency against centers. Uh, after missing two games due to concussion, concussion-like syndrome, symptoms, whatever it may be, I kind of think that he is one of the top um, high-end options on the slate. Definitely want some exposure to him tonight. Other options, uh, you know, I'm certainly interested in going to a guy like Yusuf Nurkic tonight, 8,700. As I mentioned with uh, Damian Lillard, as I mentioned with CJ McCollum, there's obviously blowout potential here, but the matchup on paper is very good for him, and he's not a, not as expensive as McCollum, uh, excuse me, not as expensive as Lillard, but slightly more expensive than McCollum. We have the Cavaliers coming in 21st against centers this year, so at $8,700, a guy who has double-double do- double, double upside, I really do like him. You know, on that same note, I think DeMarcus Cousins as a guy who is kind of in this mid-range of centers. Not super expensive. We're seeing his role within the offense, obviously expanding a bit more as the season goes on game by game. More and more minutes, more and more usage. 8,300 on FanDuel, 8,000 on DK. The matchup for him tonight is simply too good to pass up. The Hornets are 29th against centers this season. So as a guy who's 
trending upwards little by little, little by little. You know, we know the efficiency and the point per minute will always be there for him. That's just what kind of player he has always been. 26 minutes in his most recent game, 47 fantasy points. 26 minutes before that, 34 fantasy points. The minutes will be there. The usage should continue to creep upwards. Um, Really, really do like this spot for him. I also think you can firmly go to Clint Capella, who is back for the Rockets. Again, we're going to see his minutes hopefully expand, get him back in the flow of the offense after missing so, so many games with that injury. Going up against the Hawks, or 26 against centers, $8,000 price tag for him on FanDuel. He comes in at, where is he, 7K on DraftKings. Really solid spots um, for him overall. I think you also could be going to Jonas Valanciunas for the Memphis Grizzlies. Um, He's never been like a super exciting player or super like comfortable player to roster for um, in DFS, at least in my time, you know, with him um, on the Raptors for so long, you think it's going to be a smash spot for him. And then he goes out there and plays like 15 minutes. But I kind of like his price a bit better on DK tonight, considering he comes in at 6,400 on DK. He's 74 on FanDuel or 76 on FanDuel, excuse me. But the matchup for him tonight is fantastic going up against the Lakers or 25th against centers combined with the fact that the Grizzlies will be playing up in pace um, in this matchup. So I think you can go there. Cody Zeller, I think, is fine at the lower end. I think you can go to, you know, Carlton Towns, like I said, playing up in pace. Solid matchup overall. Um, who else? Jared Allen, the matchup for him isn't amazing, but at 6,200, he can't really break the bank too much. Same thing with Brooke Lopez. Um, maybe Dwight Powell for the uh, Dallas Mavericks should, uh, should he get the start playing some solid minutes and seeing some solid usage as of late. All right, so that does it for today's podcast. As always, it can be found on iTunes, SoundCloud, Stitcher, Google Play. It's all over the place. Give it a like, follow, or subscribe. Follow me on Twitter at DFS underscore Tom. And until next time, good luck in your contest.